Throughout human history, the gifting and trading of plants has been a way for people to connect. Whether it's for crop production, medicinal purposes or ornamental reminders of faraway lands, plants are integral to all cultures. Hey, I'm Vanessa Fuchs, and in today's Fast Flora Facts edition of Branch Out, we're looking at the resurgence of an Instagram-famous plant that used to be impossible to find. It's called Pilea peperomiotis, commonly called the friendship plant. Keep listening to learn about its origins, why and how it became so popular, and how you can grow and propagate one at home. Despite being so easily cultivated indoors, the evergreen friendship plant is native to China, where it grows wildly in low to mid-altitude forests. So how did it become an internet sensation and end up for sale on sites like Amazon and Etsy? Initial investigations show the first Westerner to collect this specimen was George Forrest. Yes. His last name really was Forrest. He was a Scottish botanist who explored the depths of the biologically diverse Yunnan province of China in the early 1900s. It was later scientifically named, but then forgotten about for decades, as the plant itself has no real economic or medicinal use. In the 1980s, cuttings of this plant were sent to the Royal Botanic Gardens Kew in London for identification. Many scientists had not seen the plant before, but realised that people throughout England were growing it as an indoor plant. In an effort to figure out how the plant got to England, an illustrated article was published in 1983, asking the public to submit stories on how they received it. From here, an honorary research fellow at Kew Gardens, Philip Cribb, figured out that actually a Norwegian missionary named Agnar Espergren brought a few clippings of it from China to Norway in the mid-1940s. It was after all missionaries were asked to leave the country. He shared some of the clippings with family and friends, which spread it around Europe. And this is why it's often called the friendship plant. Because before it was available for sale, you had to know someone who had one. And that someone had to like you enough to give you one of the babies. In about 2017, plant lovers who did have a pilea started posting pictures on social media and all of a sudden, a great demand for this obscure plant kicked off. From what I can gather, I think people are drawn to the cute, thick, glossy round leaves and how easy they are to care for. The lucky people who had one then started selling their babies on sites like Etsy for shocking amounts, considering how easy it is to care for and propagate them. Over the last five years, trendy plant delivery services began to acquire them from regional nurseries and now big box retailers like Walmart and Amazon sell these plants. They even appear in planter ads for urban outfitters and Ikea sells a fake version. So if you're listening along and thinking, hey, I've actually got one of these, but it's not faring too well, or you'd like one of these adorable, non-toxic beauties, here are some tips on how to grow and care for them. Bright, indirect light is best because 
direct sunlight can actually cause damage. The plants can tolerate lower light, but they definitely won't thrive. They actually grow towards the light, so rotating your plant regularly will ensure a full plant all round. Just like you care or should care for your succulents, you need to let the plant completely dry out between waterings and avoid overwatering. So having well-drained soil is super important. This plant does not need to be fertilized, but if you choose to do so, only lightly fertilize in early spring. Friendship plants produce baby plants or pups at the base of the mother plant, or they'll pop up from the soil. To propagate these pups, wait until they're about two to three inches in size and don't pull them out of the soil. You need to use sharp scissors to cut the pup from the mother plant or the soil. And cut as close to the base as you can get without hurting other pups or the mother plant. Finally, place your pup directly into moist soil or into water. And in about two to four weeks, voila, roots will start to appear and you can plant more. Or as the tradition goes, Pass them on to a friend. I hope you enjoyed today's Fast Flora Facts edition of Branch Out. If you're liking the show, please leave a five-star rating and a review. It helps more people find Branch Out to discover the surprising world of plants. In next week's episode, I have a chat to Dr. Nathan Emery from the Australian Institute of Botanical Science. He's recently published a paper about using a thermogradient plate in the lab to germinate seeds at temperatures they experience in the wild, as well as future temperatures predicted with climate change scenarios. I'm Vanessa Fuchs, and Dan Butler produced this episode of Branch Out. <laughs> <laughs>